testing, testing. Yay! Ho, ho, ho! Yay! <laughs> no, I'm not calling Keely names. No, it's... <laughs> oh, Tommy's oh, doing Christmas hugs. No, it's, it's Christmas. So, this is a Christmas podcast with <laughs> mince pies and <laughs> Sammy. <laughs> Sammy wants well, to mince pies. Oh, really well. Yay! <laughs> so, our, our faces are full with mince pies and wine and fudge. And, um, yeah, and this is, we're doing the letter F. And it's the first one we've done for a couple of months because it's been a little bit busy. Keely's been headhunted. <laughs> uh, or were you, were you hunting heads? One of the two. One of the two. Probably a bit of both, <laughs> a bit of both. <laughs> But yes, been busy. Um, but we wanted to do one before Christmas. So we're here with the letter F. And Keely has supplied a very nice bottle of wine. Do you want to tell us what the wine is, Keely? Well, hopefully, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, it is a French fitou. French fitou, double F, you see. Yeah, double F. Double, double F. F for festive. Festive, all oh, triple festive. F. Festive French Fitou. Oh, oh, nice, yes. Yeah, Festive French and it's a nine, 2016 Beau Arts. Is that beautiful? Beautiful Arts Beau. British Oh, that's God, you've got good eyesight. Hang on, I think it's because okay. I read it on the bas- back of the bottle. Okay. Oh, but still, that's quite small. Oh, that is special, it's very good. Mm. It's a protege. Protege. It's a protege. Maybe it's aspiring to be a different it's, wine it's aspiring to be a good wine yeah <laughs> <laughs> i like the fact that the english translation of the french is under like normally english is the first language it is isn't it translating, yeah but yeah. no it's second on here is it second yeah full-bodied that's uh, a bit of class isn't crikey, it? this is tiny this wine has raspberry flavor are you picking nice. up raspberry mm-hmm. um now you say it yes i can imagine there's a bit of raspberry and red berries. I'm tasting mince pie as well. Into, yeah, I was going to say after the after that mince pie fudge, which is really <laughs> nice, all I can taste is spices. Oh well, anyway, wild herbs it's and all that stuff. It's very nice, but it's actually very smooth as well. It's very smooth. It's going to go yeah. down very well. Um, Asda, other supermarkets are available, but apparently mm-hmm. it is from Asda. So there you go. Basically, I only go shopping at Asda, so everything's going to come from Asda. Everything comes from Asda. There you go. And if any representatives or important people in Asda happen to listen to this then do please remember this lady shops in your store and um any tokens might be appreciated money off things you oh know. yeah and uh, we'll gladly advertise your wares for you yeah yeah or anybody else we're not fussy well, uh, you know anybody we're doing <laughs> quite well we've got Sainsbury's mince pies, mince pies. Mince there you go and we've got little, from little. yeah we're doing really um well. yeah so we're doing pretty well so anybody wants to sponsor us we're not we're not proud you know we'll happily take <laughs> take your sponsorship <laughs> So the letter F then, the letter yeah. F, which oh. I suppose, <laughs> Tammy. I love you too, Tammy. Tammy is very interested. Tammy the dog Why is very interested. Why is she interested in my mince pie and not yours? I don't know. I think it's because she, I think it's a girl thing. I think it's a girl thing. It's the sisterhood, it's, right? It is. It's the sisterhood. She just wants the attention. Yeah. Hugs and mince pies and Tammy, come here. No, that's very naughty. Come on. Come on, sit yourself down. Good girl. So the letter F then. Okay, letter F. So obviously for festive. Um, what other things are there beginning with F? Um, food. Food. <laughs> Which we're very good at talking about. Yeah, actually, food. Yeah. Well, so have you got a favourite food beginning with F? Uh, food. Food, just food, yeah. Yeah, yeah food, I really food. wish I could be a fussy. <laughs> fussy. I, am, I am not a fussy, fussy not eater. Fussy, I am no. not fussy with my food. No. Apart from, huh, I can't, I really can't do chilli, as we found out at the can't Christmas. Do at the la- Actually, it wasn't the, la- the lab Christmas meal. Uh-huh. We were going to celebrate um, our PhD students' uh, graduation. Mm-hmm. So she graduated that day, and we'd all gone to the 
purple tie place in Beeston. Mm. Yeah, we've been there. Mm. Nice. And yeah. um, I had a really, I've been there before and I really like their pad thais. Mm. Yeah. And uh, their pad thais, I think it comes with most things. You know, you've got, the, you've got that little kind of heap of crushed peanuts and a heap of chilli flakes. Yeah. I obviously always avoid the chilli flakes because I cannot cope with spice. I cope with spice, yeah. Only um, whether it's because I've had a couple of glasses of wine or I just wasn't paying attention, um, I didn't see the chilli flakes and I quite literally put on an entire like spoonful oh. of it in my mouth. My swung, oh. my, my tongue was swollen oh, no. <laughs> for a couple of days after. Oh, that's painful. I'm like, tomorrow's like, you're actually allergic to spice, aren't you? It's not that you just can't handle it. Yeah, sounds like it's it. Allergic. You're actually allergic, yeah. that's why you don't like it. Because like, yeah. I like the taste of it, yeah, but I just but can't cope with the spice. And she's like, yeah, that, that's the reason why. It's good to be young because of peanut allergy. You could have been... <laughs> yeah, cracking, I could have been annoyed. Peanut and chilli, that would have been mm. awful. But otherwise, you're not fussy. Not your really. Food. No. Not really. No. Fondues. Fondues. Ooh. Like a fondue. Yeah. Fondue. Yeah, fondue. I can do a fondue. Yeah, fondues are quite nice. Fromage frais. Fromage fresh. I like fish. Funny, isn't it? These French words. Fudge. Yeah. Fudge. Yeah, F is a very French word, actually, isn't it? Think Mm. about it. Fromage. And um, yeah. Um, Could you? Think of something else now. France. France. French fries. French fries. French fries are actually invented in Belgium, you know. French fries are from Belgium. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why they're called French fries. Because you get them all from Fritz set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why, I don't know, why, why not called Belgian fries? Maybe it's the alliteration the they wanted. So yeah, I suppose you can't be too greedy, can you? Really? I've got, but they've got the Belgian chocolate, they've got the Belgian beers, yes, they've yeah. got the waffles. I think they were yeah. probably like, you know what, we're done. Yeah, let <laughs> the French have the fries. <laughs> yeah, they can have the fries. Yeah, you can have the fries. That's what, oh, what about other countries? Then we can have left. Um, France, obviously. Been, been Finland. 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 Have you been to Finland? Uh, no, I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to do because I've been to Norway and I've Mm. been to Sweden. Mm -hmm. Although it was the last plane we got from the end of Sweden, so it wasn't really Sweden. What I want to do is you can get um, these trips where you start in uh, who capital of Norway is Oslo. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Oh dear, my geography is bad. (laughs) So you get Oslo Mm -hmm. and you spend a few days in Oslo. Then Mm -hmm. you get the train to Copenhagen. Okay. And then you spend a few days in Copenhagen, then you get the train on to uh, Helsinki. Helsinki. Yeah, I remember oh, that. Oh, okay. And then fly home. So I wow. did, that is on my hit list, but obviously it's like the Scandinavian capitals. Or yeah, something. yeah, you can do those. Scandinoir train trip. Mm, it's definitely thing. on the hit list. That sounds pretty good, actually. Yeah. No, I've never um, I actually haven't been to any of the Scandinavian places. But they always sound interesting. They're very expensive. Are they? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, mm. they always sound. They don't drink a lot there either because it's so expensive. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, okay. They all seem to be a bit more unique in terms of. I mean, I know every country is unique, but mm. I tend to think when you sort of think of a lot of European countries, such as Italy, France, or Spain, you, you tend to know what to expect. But I always get the feeling that places like Norway and Finland have a bit more unique, yeah. you know. They obviously, yes, they're part of Europe, but they, their characteristics seem <laughs> slightly different. Do you agree, Tommy? Yeah, yeah, thank you very much. Their food tends to be quite sweet, actually. Is I it? Find. So, uh, when I was in Norway, I was in Bergen, and I got invited out there. Mm. Another side there. The most scientific thing I ever felt was that I got invited out <laughs> to speak. Um, but yeah, they were showing, they were giving me like some of their cheese. And it's like a brown, they call it the brown, I don't know what it's actually called in their language, but yeah. it was basically a translation, it was sweet brown cheese. Sweet brown cheese. So it's like a very dark cheese <laughs> colour. 
and it's really sweet. It's very bizarre. And also, their bread out there, like their standard everyday bread, also is quite sweet. Wow. So it's just like, this is how you get sweet through bread. like 12 months, not 12 months, 6 months of darkness, isn't it? You just yeah. have sugar. Yeah. <laughs> but hibernating, yeah. isn't it, I suppose? Yeah. Thank you. You should build yourself up for the, yeah, the winter months, mm. I suppose. And, um, bring on. Okay. Yeah. Um, France, I love France. Mm-hmm. I've been to um, France. A few times, mm-hmm. different places. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I've been a few times. Dip- I'm trying to think the first time I went there. Oh, I said the first time I went to France was on a school trip. I remember going on a, a Boulogne trip when I was 11 or 12 in the youth hostels. Um, mm. Port of Paris to Boulogne. And then I think we stayed in. I think we stayed in a youth hostel in Boulogne, actually. We did, um, I think it was sort of two or three days. A bit one of those mad rush tours where. He hasn't really any time to do any sightseeing as such, mm. you know. But um, yeah, I like the French. I like I like France. I, I also think it's funny how because we're I, supposed to hate the French, right? I know, and yet I think actually because we are the foreign country closest to us, mm. I tend to think actually that's part of it. We're, we're and especially now with the tunnel. I mean, we're in spitting distance of each other, and I think actually we are quite. When you think of, you know, we sort of like helped them a lot during the war, you know, mm-hmm. and obviously they were occupied, but the, the resistance over there. And I, I actually think, well, maybe we pretend not to like each other, but I think we've got more connections than we realise sometimes. Mm. And looking at all the celebrations um, this year for the end of the First World War and how many things went on in France and France. Oh, yeah. And I mean, that does unite Normandy, us. Yeah. Not, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think no, I think the French and the British are actually possibly more akin than they would like to admit sometimes, mm. really. Yeah. How many times have you been to France? So, first time with a, with a school trip. Mm. I'm pretty sure it was the first time with school. So, I've been with school, and then twice with school, actually. One one when I was quite, I say quite young, I think it might be year nine. Yeah. Um, and then again when I was a bit later on, because we went on a, a music tour, so. The orchestra went on a bit of a music okay. tour uh, around Paris. Yeah. Then I've been to France with to see a well, it wasn't really a pen pal. I don't know something my parents got involved with, so we had right. like a, a French guy come and live with us for okay. a few weeks, like yeah. an exchange thing. Yeah, yeah. And then he invited us out to his home, so that was in Marseille, which is very nice. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. Um, where have I been to France since then? Uh, I only drove through France because I've been on the ferry Dover to Calais a couple okay. of times to mm-hmm. go to um, uh, Black Forest and Amster- um, the Netherlands. Netherlands. Times. Okay, yeah. Um, but just yeah. Passing through France. Just yeah. passing through France. Yeah. No, I like France. I think France is okay. I'm trying to think what the country's going there. Finland, France. Can't think of many others. Actually, there must be some. There's got to be some. Yeah. I can't think of any of the European ones. No, I keep um, thinking Florida, but that's a state. It's a state, isn't it? Yeah. Um, is there some sort of Florida de Bourgogne or something? Fiji. No. Fiji. Fiji, of course. Fiji. That's a good one. Never been to Fiji. No. no. Mm, yeah. That'd be nice. Mm. Who do they come under? Are they? Aren't they Philippines? Oh, I don't is it Philippines? Yeah, I was going to say, is that my geography is really terrible oh, now. I need a new atlas. I realise how little knowledge I have of the modern world or I've a lot of certainly Europe actually a lot of my knowledge of Europe 
does stem from the old maths mm. that was still prevalent until sort of like late nineties, late eighties, early nineties. And I, you know, I won't be able to name all the countries in Eastern Europe, huh? you know, and all the different bits that Russia is split into. And you know, I, I used to remember things like Czechoslovakia and Yugoslavia, but you know, it's all so much more but complicated now. It's now. Oh yeah, Yugoslavia, yeah, exactly. Is Crimea actually a separate country? Oh, I think it possibly is. I think it is actually. I swear I'm going to get sued on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a country Crimea? If anybody is living in Crimea could just tell us, that would be very useful. If this gets as far as Crimea. Yeah. We need a Twitter, <laughs> a war, we need a Twitter yeah. handle or something yeah, so exactly. that people can get in contact with us. No, you are talking yeah. absolute yeah. rubbish. <laughs> Hashtag bullshit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about then? So we've food. Um, yes, thank you, Tammy. Very good. Fil- films. Films with films. beginning with F. Films Any good yeah. films beginning with F. I thought Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Is that this is this is Tammy reviewing Paris Baller's Day Off? Yeah, yeah, we, we all loved it. Coming up and licking Keely's face what? and looking at. <laughs> what else? <else's>? <laughs> Let me just pause a bit. I'm going to give you a bit of your dinner now, Tammy. That might keep you satisfied. Maybe because we're eating and you're not. Is that what it is? Right. There we go, back again. So, yes, Felix Baller's Day Off. Yes. Yes, I remember. Mm, the clammy hand, the licking now the hands to make them all clammy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why that is just, that is totally just stayed I'd with me all my years. I'd forgotten that, I'd forgotten that actually, yeah. I, I think, yes, I did go to the, I did see it in the cinema when it came on. I think it was quite, I can't remember what year it was, but I remember going to see it. Yeah. Actually, F, when you think about it, there are quite a few films. We've got Fargo. Fargo. Yeah. Absolute classic. Very good movie. Flashdance. Oh, yeah. Fame. Yes. Yeah. See, they don't make good. They don't make good. No, you're probably better. I, I was never, I've never been a big fan of those sort of. I like famous TV series. That was good. The movie I wasn't that bad. Flashdance. My sister loves Flashdance, but didn't really do it. Footloose. Footloose. You see, there's another one. Footloose. Yeah. Baker, Kevin Bacon, yeah. wasn't it? And see, actually, seeing him from that Kevin and then Bacon. in some of his other films, and just yeah. I, I, I struggle to. But then again, it's like John Travolta in um, stay, um, whatever he was. Pulp Fiction. No, no. Stay, was it Staying Alive? Whatever he was. No, oh, yeah. uh, Greece, Greece, Greece. And then yeah. in Pulp yeah. Fiction, it's just exactly. the two are so miles yes. apart. Yeah. Like, sometimes you struggle to yeah. kind of go. It's the same guy. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Really? Especially when certain actors can just get very tight. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, I suppose he's done quite. Although I mean, he's, he's done very good and very bad. Yeah, and <laughs> he's he sort of disappeared for a long time, really. I mean, he's he, gone a bit. I'm going to get sued again. He's a Scientologist. He is. He's yeah. a Scientologist, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's dipped. I mean, I remember him, you know, being famous for things like uh, satellite views and fame. Only not fame, sorry, only Greece. And then he sort of seemed to disappear again, and he suddenly seemed to resurface in the mid to late eighties and become a a proper serious actor again, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, he was sort of like quite big in the late 70s, wasn't he? And then he sort of disappeared. And then obviously being reinvented with Tarantino stuff. But yeah, it's funny. He's one of those actors who dips in and out, isn't it? Mm. He's never there all the time sort of thing. Yeah. You know. So, um, Flashdance, Fame, Flash. Flash, there you go. Flash Gordon. Ah. Flash Gordon. The original. The, I was thinking, now it's funny, because I remember watching the old 1930s, Flash Gordon serial to be to show in school holidays. Um, okay. 
and it, you know, because these be shown in the cinema every Saturday. That's where they all came from. And the BBC in the eighties and early nineties used to show um, for Saturday, well, not just Saturday morning, holiday TV. Mm-hmm. They used to show an episode of like Flash Gordon or Buck Rogers every morning. So like fifteen minute episode, and then you see the next one the next morning. Um, and in the cinemas, it used to be the Saturday morning show. So mm-hmm. kids would go and see a Saturday morning theatre show. They get a 15-minute episode of Flash Gordon and 15 minutes or something else, and they'd have to go back the next week to see the next one. So that's how it all... Which is where the Star Wars idea came from, was, um, you know, episode da-da-da-da-da. And oh, yeah, so that was what George Lucas was trying to create this idea of a serial. You know, obviously every few years with him, but that was what they used to do, the, the recaps with the old Flash Gordon series mm-hmm. and Buck Rogers used to be those scrolling texts at the beginning. Yeah, what happened rather before. than the previously. Yes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I was, I was thinking, I remember going to see the Flash Gordon movie in the cinemas. I was, I was always surprised they never did a sequel to it, because you know, all these big sci-fi movies always seem to have a sequel along the way, and they mm. never did one for Flash Gordon. But it's been reinvented quite a few times. Yeah, I suppose it has really, hasn't it? Yeah. Because now it's not Flash Gordon, it's The Flash. The Flash, I, yeah. I, I, Actually, I could be wrong, it could be completely two different characters. Actually, I think it is, yes, yeah, because The Flash uh, is the DC guy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Flash Gordon was Ming the Merciless, wasn't it? Yes, and, um, but they uh, did uh, Defenders of the Earth, he was in that. The was cart- he? cartoon of the 90s, Flash Gordon. My word, seriously, yeah, was it? Yeah, so that's my first thing of Flash that's Gordon, great. then I saw I the old film. I never realised that. Um, yeah, so I grew up with cartoons galore. Yeah, well, cartoons, I mean, uh, oh, Flintstones, there you go, there's a good oh, cartoon, yeah. Flintstones, which, um, I, it's funny, isn't it, because I, I remember cartoons were always on, BBC in particular, they'd, they'd always, if there's a five minute gap between programmes, they'd always stick a cartoon on, I remember. Oh yeah, like the uh, um, Roadrunner or something yeah, like that, yeah. Yeah, and all hours of the day, I mean, even prime time telly, you'd sometimes, you know, six or seven o'clock on a Saturday night, if there's a gap between one programme and the next, they'd put a you know a cartoon on. And these days you don't really see any. Too old, the old it's too sort. old time now. Well, yeah, I suppose so. But I mean, it's I suppose kids have you know all the children's TV channels like CBBC and stuff like that. Nickelodeon have their own cartoons, but I haven't seen any of those old sort of like Hanna Barbera ones or the Bugs Bunny ones. They're not PC though anymore. They're, 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 they're probably. Yeah, it's true. like everything else. It's like everything that was gold. Well, I say golden era. You know, it's like oh well, we can't do that because it's too it, PC. Yeah. Just like the Tom Jones song that's got banned. Yeah. Not Tom Jones. It was obviously somebody else. No, yeah, his yeah. Version was yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just like, oh, seriously. It's mad, isn't it? Don't take it to the nth no, degree. No, exactly. No. Me and my political correctness. That I don't so like. I think we can start with F. Anything to do with political correctness begins with F. Um, you might have to wait. So that's a, that could be the yeah, P special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. Fussiness. Are, are you a fussy person then? Do you think? <sighs> um, no, I don't think I am actually. No, I um, I used to be. I think I used to be. I think as a kid I was quite fussy. I was always very um, I was always very careful with belongings, mm. books in particular. I always remember always wanting to keep books in pristine condition. I hated it if a book got um, creased or, you know, or your spine got creased. Or oh, like we're so opposite with that. Really? Because I yeah. love old books that got the pages all mangled and yellow and the spine. Right. Broke. So if I get a brand new book, the first thing I'll do is do, open it. Do you open it? It's like, break the spine. Wow, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, you see, I used to hate that. I, I used to get quite upset if I... Um, Never, a book or something. Never lend yeah. me a book. Never lend me a book. Okay? <laughs> I'll lend you books, though. 
No, but I don't know. mind so much now. I don't mind so much now. I mean, actually, like you were saying, I quite like the idea of a book having been lived, you know, a, a book being used. Mm. Um, but no, I just used to find it. I think it's something about wanting to keep things nice and pristine and so if they've been bought for you I think that's another thing if something's been bought for you oh, yeah. I think I like the idea of keeping it you know nice and neat but I'm not that bothered anymore well, no I'm bothered I don't like I don't like I'm not clumsy and nasty with things or rough with things but I better for used to be right you know um, but no I don't think I'm that fussy um, I'm fairly okay with most things um, yeah and I'm not I was having this conversation with my nieces the other day. I mean, Isabel, she's already, she, she'll only have Heinz tomato ketchups. And I've never been like that with anything, actually. So I changed yeah. her mind when she was stupid. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know these kids say, oh, I'll only have Heinz baked beans, or I'll only have Kellogg's cornflakes. I, I don't know. I've, I've never been bothered, really. Mm. There's nothing in particular that leaps out of it, so I, I can only eat this, you know, I can only have that. Yeah, I mean, no. I, I kind of would have things that, oh, I like that, that's a treat, yeah, or I like that exactly. version of it, but yeah. it's not like I must have it. Mm. I'm not that much where I would refuse to have something just because it wasn't quite the right brand. Exactly, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. What about uh, favourite words, beginning with F, Ed? I mean, lots of, uh, well, apart from the swearing ones, obviously. <laughs> uh, I never use that word. <laughs> Unless you really, really <laughs> upset me. Um, F. I've quite, I've always wondered. I've always quite liked the word flighty. I don't flighty know why. Flighty is good. Flighty. Flighty yeah. and flirty. Yeah, flighty. Flir- that fluff sound because mm, it's because it's, it's like floaty, isn't it? Floaty. Yeah. Flighty. Yeah. Mm. See, I yeah. like flying. Flying. Like flying. Flying. Yeah. I love. That, yeah. I mean, that's one of the best things about travel. Well, not the best thing. Flying. I love going to different countries, but yeah, I love. Flying. flying. I love going on aeroplanes. Everything about it. Yeah. And the waiting like, in the airport. The moment, yeah, from yeah. the moment yeah, I get yeah. to the airport, because it's like, all bets are off now. I can go have, like, I can go, well, I don't actually go to the champagne bar all the time, but it's oh, like, fudge. Fudge, yeah, fudge. why not? Um, but yeah, it's kind of like, from the moment I almost leave my house, it's like, this is holiday. It's holiday, so yeah. It's in the airport, it's having that glass of Prosecco yeah. or wine or whatever, you know, mm. maybe the posh breakfast. Mm. Um, yeah, so mm. I just love it. But I've only said that the last time I got on a plane, I went business class, so I'm now, <laughs> I'm, I'm now completely spoiled myself. So as long as I don't get fussy on that, I will be okay. Would you like to fly in other ways, such as hang gliders or things like that? Is that a retention? Yeah, no, I, I would do. Yeah, I mean, I've done a hot air balloon before. Have you? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. Um, so yes, I would definitely give those kind of things a go. I I've had a flying, I've flown a plane, I had a flying experience a few mm. years ago, which was good fun. But the thing that disappointed me a bit, well not didn't disappoint me, but what I realised I missed it was a lovely being up there, controlling a plane. I know again, and I wanted to. <laughs> she really loves you. She does. She absolutely. She loves oh, you. No, she no, thinks. Not the fudge. The fudge is not for dogs. Can we sit down, Tammy? Come on. It's all right. She's sitting on my lap. Don't make up for the new plate now. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I'm just worried that eating the crumbs is going to make her ill. <laughs> See, I miss no. my dog. She used to be a Hoover. She is a Hoover. She is just very affectionate. She just loves company. It's, it's she has to see you. She loves company. Yeah. <laughs> okay, seriously, we have to do this more often just so she gets used to me being here. Look at you. Just calm down. Calm, calm, calm. 
No, I, I missed. I really wanted to feel air on my face. Oh, okay. Because it was lovely, you know, obviously seeing a 360 <laughs> panorama around, but I just thought, I wish there was no window there. I wish I could feel air. And I, I would love to try something like um, hang gliding. Yeah. yeah, I think the just only thing I'd be dubious about doing um, like a parachute jump because right. that's not flying, that's falling. It's falling. I'd love it though. I think that'd be. I don't do you know, know. I don't know. Do you know what? And I've realised it. This is probably a bit, probably says something about me, mm. but I realise the excitement I think of something like that comes because there might be that one moment where you think, I'm not going to make this. And You're an adrenaline jump. Yeah, there's almost an element of. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Oh dear. I, I don't know. And that, it's that moment of excitement, just thinking, this is it, I've done it. And, you know, there is the possibility that I'm not going to make this. Yeah, I'm a control freak, you know, so I can't do it. You couldn't that. do it. You wouldn't do it. No, he's like, If I'm going to die, I'm, I'm well in control of it. <laughs> I'm going to be like, I choose to die. Yeah. Now. I, I, yeah. I'm going Reaper, you can stun her all you like, but I'm not, if I'm not ready, I'm not going. I, I do like that element of just literally jumping off something and just realising. It's out of your control now, to a certain extent, you know. Um, and then chances are, I mean, if, obviously, if everything's safe and everything's been checked, you're going to be okay. But there's always that little slight, you know, possibility that you're going to crash or you're going to, you know, collapse. See, I'm never going to get on a plane again now. <laughs> you are. I'm never going to get on a plane, am I? Gonna, you're gonna no, you'll be fine. No, you'll be fine. That's still statistically the safest way to travel, isn't hmm. it? I think, you know. Yeah. yeah, especially if you've been in the car when I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got flying. Um, have you been fishing? Ever done fishing? I did rock haul fishing uh, with my dad when we were young. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I think we were on holiday in New York or something. Yeah. But honestly, bo- I couldn't yeah. imagine anything else more boring. And I apologise mm. for anyone who's <laughs> listening to this and think, and think fishing is fab. Brilliant. But it's just, listen, you know, I've been, I, I, you know, I, I've spoken to people who say, oh no, it's great, you yeah. sit there, you relax, you've mm. got your beers or your coffee or your, you just enjoy it. And you're just yeah. sitting there. Yeah. I am not, I am not a still person. Yeah. I'm not quite as bad a fidgeter as I used I to be as a child. I was going to say fidget. I am a bit of a fidget. fidget. So, um, yeah, I love that word, fidget. 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 Yes, it just, it's one of those words that just sounds like it, you know, it yeah. means what it sounds like. Yeah, exactly, like. yeah. Yeah, so I'm a yeah. bit of a fidget. fidget. Did you? I find it very hard in church in prayer. <laughs> I don't say. Flicking fingers at people. Now, do you know whether you went from? Um, uh, did, 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 did you go from crawling to walking straight away? Do you remember? I have no idea because apparently I was quite in a lazy ass. Oh, okay. I didn't start doing anything till I was gone too. Apparently. Oh really? <laughs> there, was, there is I was something. Like a, I was a sack of potatoes just sitting there going. <laughs> there's something about I can't remember which way it is now um, there's something about if you if you miss out the toddling stage or maybe if you miss out I can't remember there's one if you miss something out if you go straight to walking I think it potentially means you're going to be a fidget when you're older because it's something about the way you've developed or something yeah, that makes sense yeah yeah I think it's something to do with that so yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. If if you gone if you beca- if you start walking very early and almost bypass the whole crawling stage, mm. um, potentially that it's I think it's something to do with you you developing mm. and the idea of getting used to you know holding your bodies in different ways. So mm. I think it comes back and bites you on the bum later on in life. Sort of thing. Yeah, I, d- I don't think fidget. I don't think my parents 
Frankly, I think the idea was that you didn't do anything to you all two, and then all of a sudden you started talking, you started walking, and you couldn't stop you. Right, okay. So I think it was it's a case of... Time, yeah, I, I was figuring it out in yeah. my head before I did yeah. it. Yeah. It's like, think twice, do once kind of thing. And then you started speaking five languages. And <laughs> yeah. I wish I could. Fluently. Fluent, fluently. Yeah. Are, you, fluent. are you fluent in any language other than... <laughs> Gibberish. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's my first yeah. language. Gibberish. I'm quite good at that. Yeah. English, I'm a bit dodgy. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I mean, I've, I'm terrible at languages. I failed French O level twice. I failed a Latin O level. I can still remember odd French words and phrases here and there, but I just could never get my head around languages. Really, mm. it was. Um, I think we learn them too late in this country, though. I, I think we do actually, no. because a lot of the mm. continental countries and even some of the far worldwide, they start learning English very, very young, like four or five, until you it becomes almost that. second. Yeah. yeah, I think we You've do do it very late. Do. I mean, I think we are. Well, we're virtually. I'm sure I remember hearing once that. Well, we can be very lazy because the entire world speaks English, so why do we well, need to? Well, I know. Apart from being polite. But, well, yeah. But I, I'm sure I heard somewhere that actually our capacity to learn starts diminishing by the time we get to 11. Probably, because your you neurons know. are already in yeah. place by that point. Yeah. You know, so really it's the worst time to start going up to secondary school and start learning all these in-depth subjects, you yeah. know. Yeah, because your mind's um, most classic in, what, two, three, four? Yeah, three, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Pre, again, pre-school, before you get yeah. to school, 99% So it's like, they said that that's your most informative years, and that's yeah. when certain things are set. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, that's why, if I remember my studies correctly, um, the Romanian orphanages thing was like if they had been abused or if they were in the orphanages at this age, mm. if you took them out like at two or three, they generally developed okay. okay but if they right. were after like five or six, then it was very hard to get them out of okay. like the banging or the rocking. Right. And they tend to have more behavioural things, and it's because their mind has already been set by that yeah. point. Yeah, so it's quite frightening in a sense, isn't it? When you realise that by the time we are almost like getting out into the world you know even as a world as, as children you know we are virtually set in stone really you know um but w- you know it's not just it's what we're used to being in our first few years of life isn't it it's not mm. necessarily what the outside stimulus we get from the outside world it's literally things around us yeah really, see this is like around us never ever ever be a parent goodness knows that child would be absolutely <laughs> messed up could be good though. Unless no, I quite literally good give birth and then it's like, can you ask somebody else to look after it and I'll have it back when it's about six or seven. It's like the royal family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can get sued. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna delete that either. There we go. Families. <laughs> <are> families. <laughs> families. Oh there we go. On to F for families. Families, my word. Yeah, well, what can you say about families? They always say you can't choose your family, don't they? You know. Yeah. I think, yeah, I... I feel sorry for Meghan Markle at the moment <laughs> with her family. It seems like she's getting a lot of stick from both sides. That sounds quite messy. And the thing is, she's in a, she is an in, in part of an institution now, so she is yeah, very limited exactly. as to what she can say and yeah, do. Yeah. Um, so that's not an issue. So, yeah, dysfunctional families. Dysfunctional families, yeah. Um, so aren't all of them, though? I, I think you can argue that all of them... I, mean, what I don't know whether we are. I think we're just normal. I don't think dysfunction... Well, I was going to say, what do you class as normal? I mean, that's the thing. What is a normal family? We've started to realise now that um, there isn't a normal. I don't think it's there is. It's just what's normal to you. Exactly. It might be completely alien yeah. to somebody else. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. I mean, yeah. No two families are the same. And especially this day and age, where you've got, you know, single-parent families, you've got step-families, you know, I mean... 
the idea of you know some people having several mums and dads you know getting on you got your family you live with them the family of mum or dad are onto a second marriage and it's so much different now isn't it oh really? yeah yeah you there know. are some really um, some complicated family structures yeah. that I, I know now and I'm yeah. like it's not just nuclear family like I, I'm quite thankful I mean my mum's barmy I love her to pieces yeah. but she's barmy yeah um but we are uh, there's the three of us yeah. we are very very nuclear yeah Exactly. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah, I do know some other families that are quite fractious yeah. and stressed. And yeah. And having to, I mean, I, I think I find it quite difficult. Well, I suppose coming at that from I'm coming at that from an adult. I suppose I suppose that's it. Again, kids get used to this, don't they? Mm. I think if kids grow up in a family where a parent has never been around, then that's normal to them, isn't it? And likewise, you know, maybe mum or dad has always had. A new boyfriend or a new girlfriend or whatever. So I think I suppose if kids are born into this and they mm. get into this from a young age, it doesn't affect them so much, maybe yeah. necessarily. Yeah. But I think as a, I think looking at it from an adult's point of view, I think I find it quite strange to suddenly mm. you know, be thrown into, you know, a totally different world of. Um, I suppose it's like I mean, it's in-laws as well. I and mean, in-laws is a weird one. Mm. Yeah, I have to get used to somebody else's. Family. And it's not um, hard, yeah. When you go yeah. to your uh, partner's family for the first time, yeah, uh, it's always I, I actually quite like it because it's I find it very eye opening. It's like when the first time you go out with um, your partner's friends, yeah, you see them act completely because we yeah. all act differently depending on exactly. whether with our families or our friends or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and I always quite like it because I'm like, oh, now I know where you get that trait from. Yes. Exactly. Um, yeah. uh, me and my analytical nature, I, yeah. I find it very interesting in the psychology of it. Uh -huh. So um, yeah, but that's very old. Trying to get used to their sense of yeah. humour, yeah, and their in jokes mm. and things like that, and you always feel like you're missing a beat. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, yeah, this is they, they've got the. I suppose it's that shared knowledge, isn't it? Shared mm -hmm. history that you know. I think you always. Yeah, you, and you've got I to mean, learn not to be offended because yes, really, yeah, um, you yeah. know, something that I find it very, you know, they don't mean it nastily. It's just no, something that's going on in their exactly. family or something that they do, and yeah. you can get really easily offended. Oh by yeah, it. yeah, yeah, and yeah. Especially if it's all alien to you and it's not yeah. what you're used to. Yeah, um, and it's, I mean, that, those first times where you're always on the best behaviour, aren't you? I mean, you're, you're yeah, no one's ever relaxed on no, those times, relaxed, are, like, are they? I mean, no, you want to present a good image, obviously they're doing the same. Um, although I suppose you've always got those parents who almost purposely want to you know make you squirm by bringing out the old photographs and things like that you know as i always remember my mum was always saying he was so naughty when he did this and um, you know he'd, she'd be telling stories I, I even i can remember you know it's sort of like um he, he got into so much trouble when he did this <laughs> i was like no, just leave it please mum, leave it you know like, and then um, sure? yeah <laughs> 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 yeah but I, I don't know, I think some parents quite enjoy... I don't know, it's funny, is it? Because I think... I it's think it's when it's happened to them and they just exactly. get their own back then. Yeah, but I think parents have a weird, almost like a schizophrenic time of it, because on the one hand, they obviously want you to be happy mm -hmm. with somebody, but also they're probably thinking, this is my child, I want them, they're my child, you know? Oh, very schizophrenic, yes, yeah. Yeah, and I think parents are possibly very like that, you know it's almost like yeah you want to let them go and pass them on but also they're my child you know yeah so it's a two-way thing i think and i think that you constantly have that struggle between letting them be their own person and in individual and independent and mm. then still wanting to look after them look, like, exactly i was yeah. on email from my mom this morning going 
do you want to bring your bed sheets and your towels home so I can wash them oh, for you? And I'm like, oh, that's really nice. Oh, and, oh. I was like, <laughs> and normally I'm like, no, no, no. And this year I was thinking, you know what? Yeah. Yes, thanks. That would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you said that's the I'll bring the washing pad. <laughs> that's really nice. No. Yeah. But she, yeah, every time, every time I'm there, she's like, would you like to bring the washing home? And yeah, I'm actually, you know, I used to kick back from it quite a lot. Yeah. And now I'm just like, you know what? That's really Let it nice. go. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. It's fine. It saved exactly. me. <laughs> it saved yeah. me. That's really sweet, actually. Now, I think we, I think your relationship changes with family as well, doesn't it? As, mm. as you get older. Yeah. And also your family change. I mean, that's the other thing. We, you know, obviously other family members come in and we lose family members. So yeah. family's always fluid, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. So they're never totally that's stays well, the yeah. same. You know, there's always new I don't think there is anything or... that stays really the same. No, no, Stuckly, not I think everything in life is fluid. Yeah, um, yeah. But yes, and but family families. And... I mean, I suppose. I mean, I, I guess the thing is, it's um, there is this element of well, fellow, fellow. I was going to say friends. Your friends can into that, mm. doesn't it? They often say that you know you, you can't choose your family, but you can choose your friends, um, which is true. But then I also tend to think um, you realise how. It's actually easier sometimes to keep in touch with family. But I look at various friends and I think, God, I haven't seen them for ages, or mm. I'd love to know what they're doing now. You know, so there is this element of friendship that I think there are some friendships that are just of their time. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and you're like me, moving around. Moving around. You've got friends, but they were friends only when you were there. Exactly. And when you yeah. moved, they didn't. They didn't no. keep up. You didn't keep up. keep up. Exactly. And then there are friends that are what I call what I would what is my my lifetime friends and okay fine we might not see each other particularly mm. often but you know we will keep sending the keep email saying, yeah, or yeah. you know the message or the text yeah, or something exactly. or send yeah. the Christmas card yeah and yeah. you know they're the ones the ones that you make the effort for but it's yeah. not even an effort because it just seems easy it's yeah. just the one thing oh you do that for that and then you think well why do I do it for them and not mm. you know twenty other or two hundred other and that's the like interesting that. thing is it because I think when it happens automatically that's because you can't always quantify these things, you can't always mm. tear them apart. But you can't always decide why have I no, decided to be them and not them. Yeah. But it's just. But no, I think, it, and maybe that's the sign of a good friendship. You can't take it apart. It just mm. feels right to have it. You know, it just is mm. sort of thing. You know. So farts. I begin to there. Are you why good is with it your the man farts? That brings this up? <laughs> Sorry, what was just the question? Like I just farts. Yes. Farts. Are you good with farts? Are, are you a person who publicly farts or? I've never known you fart, actually. No, I don't. I, don't, I, I you, try not to in public. No, 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 not in public, no. That's very good, yeah. I try not to, but, you know, the, the longer you, you know me, the more If I you guess. do, are they noisy? <laughs> do you know, it really depends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You don't, don't know. There's an no. entire spectrum. That I, I'm, it's not just the one kind of thing. No. So, but it, I mean, the thing is, well, A, one of my exes was in the army. Yes. So, seriously, you had to lose any kind of yeah. thing about that because yeah. you're surrounded by men. Yeah. And they yeah. were all, yeah. it's all that kind of thing. And they were... The thing is, in the army, it doesn't, it doesn't even matter whether they're um, squaddies or officers, they yeah. have that lavish yes. behaviour, so you yeah. kind of get over that. Yeah. Um, but also because I'm a gym bunny, um, yeah. and um, you will be surprised, exercise makes you do that. It does. It no, really it does, does, especially if you're not used to it. Exactly. So you can yeah. always tell a yeah. newbie, or if there's somebody around that's you that's not used to uh, exercise, because it just it does play havoc with your digestive system. Yeah. So this yeah. is why I only exercise at certain times of the day. Because yeah. I need just... You know, it's you, you jump it up and down mm. or whatever. That's yeah. not good for yourself no. <laughs> when it's got stuff in it. So it's why I like to exercise first thing in the morning when there's nothing in my stomach and nothing can go wrong, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, in the gym, 
Yeah, it's 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 it's, all, it's a common occurrence. See, what I'm waiting for. Uh, so at my gym, there's like um. You know, like the body scanners you get yes. at the thing. So you yeah. type in your code, one yeah. door opens, you go in and you're stuck okay. in this tube. And I constantly have this kind of like, please don't let it get stuck in here. Please <laughs> let the other door open. Oh, and it doesn't, you can go through. I am still waiting for the day because I've quite often gone in there and you can smell either the alcohol gel that someone's just kind of yeah. gone on the hand thing and yeah. drink or shaves. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for that. <laughs> I'm waiting for the day because I've had I've had sweat, I've had aftershave, perfume, alcohol gel. I am just waiting when the one time I get into that, it's like, okay, I know what the person before here has just done. I'm totally waiting for it. Brilliant. Mm. Actually, I tell you what, it it also depends on what medication on because um, mm-hmm. a couple of years ago when I was mm. on the pre gambling mm. mm. and that played absolute havoc right. with my digestion. Okay. okay. Oh my god! Yeah, that was that was the worst time because yeah, I was just like I'm so embarrassed with myself. It's horrible. Uh, yeah, <laughs> put yourself through all the stuff with the gym and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Like, I don't like myself. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh god, I can't. I can't even control this. And apparently, apparently that happens when you're pregnant as well. So Does again, it? another reason why I never get pregnant. Flatulence. But there we go. Flatulence. Okay, now you have to answer the question because I'm to Yeah, I um. Yeah, I. No, I don't tend to. If I know. If that's kind of when I'm teaching, I if I know I've got a bit of wind to get rid of, I'll move into the other room. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I. Because the do. thing is, you teach children as I well, teach and children. they will really yeah, pick exactly. up on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Although to be, f- I don't, you know, not to blow my own trumpet, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> I, d- I don't do particularly smelly ones. No. Okay. No, good. no I'm. I'm, I'm well, not. Yeah, that's yeah. not. That's not a sign of a healthy digestion system. Just quite frank. They're not supposed to smell. Oh, they're not. No. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. Thank you. Thank you. No, I allegedly. From goes, what I've read, that's good. Yeah. It's, it's when your digestion is being bad. They're bad, right? No, I'm, mine are fairly, you know, sort of like fragrant free, um, but I would sooner go into the other room. Just in <laughs> case. Rather than to, if I, I'm obviously by myself. It's different. Yeah. Doesn't but you have a dog. She can always blame it on the dog. I know. Although actually, she hardly ever. Does anything. Yeah, I don't actually ever remember my dog doing it. This is funny. You know, the idea of you know dogs making rude smells and noises. Like they just get that. They just get the blame for everything. I think they do. You know, but actually no. I mean, no, I I don't think animals are that bad really. You know, I can't. Mind you, you can always. You can tell if an animal has fart because it's quite rank, but it doesn't doesn't happen that often. I don't think. She just wants your attention, you know. She does. She's loving seeing you, Keely. She really is. I think she's loving this. I'm going to get you a fresh plate. Let me just pause this. I'm going to get fresh. There we go. <coughs> so we're done farts. No, we haven't been farting. No, I guess we're done for farts, but we have no. Um, uh, we've been laughing about how bad an idea food and podcasting is. Yeah, but. If you can visualise um, a, a, a dining table with three bottles of wine on it, um, two sandwiches, mince pies, and a, a dog who just wants to keep talking to us, um, mince pie fudge. Um, yeah, th- yeah, we've got Coffee a proper pot, little yeah. festive little table here. We're ready uh, for the end of days, <laughs> yeah. we really are. The final days. Yeah, final days. And that's what Keely just said, yeah. final, final days, Fs, that's vague. Do we think yeah. Revelations is going to happen? Well, I'd be excited if it did because that's a hell of a scary book. You see, I'm reading Revelations at the moment. Actually, I've been going, and I, I can't get my head around it. It's like, a very hard book to read. Oh, it's incredible. The imagery is—I mm. mean, you just can't get your head around what he's talking about. It's either well, I, I, it must be very symbolic. I mm. mean, there's bits and pieces you think, yeah, this, but a lot of prophecies are like that. I think 
you know, a lot of the, the Old Testament prophecies that, that you sort of think that this must be symbolism. There's, <coughs> don't, you can't necessarily take it at face value, you know, necessarily. Mm. And this whole idea of, you know, if something is being predicted, and the idea of it, you know, happening sequence after another, you sort of think, does that mean this is going to happen in the space of several hours, or are you talking about several years being, you know... I yeah, and are they metaphors and exactly, is it? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Because there's so many films that have dealt with final days. Yes, yeah. And, you know, various things, whether it be a media or um, uh, climate change or... Alien invasion. Alien invasion, yeah. And then yep. there was an Arnie Schwarzenegger one, which was like biblical. There was, wasn't there? I quite like the biblical one. Yeah. Quite cool. Yeah, I remember growing up in the early, well, mid eighties was the when the threat of nuclear war was mm. quite prevalent still, and there was a couple of very big BBC did a series called Threads, okay, which was based. Oh no, it wasn't a series; it was a one-off movie. Absolutely terrifying though, it was, you know, what would happen to Britain after a, a nuclear holocaust. And um, there's an American one that ITV showed as well, I think it was the day after or something. Um, but they're both shown quite quickly after each other, 83, 84 time. Mm. And they're both shocking, you know. Because I, I do remember, um, as a 10 or 11 year old, there'd be adverts on the telly in the case of a nuclear war. Mm. And they'd show that at the time on telly, you know. Um, and every so often you get a leaflet through your door. Um, so presumably this this would have they'd be printed at the same time. If you know politics was looking dodgy, they'd obviously you know print the leaflets. But it was there. It was hanging over you. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. Adverts. You know. This is what you do. Do 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 do. And then leaflets coming through the door. And you know, if if you have a neighbour or if you have built a shelter. I mean, it, ironically, it's almost like tapping into that World War Two thing, you know, and if mm. there is a shelter near you. And yet in hindsight when you think about it, yeah, an air raid shelter might have done you okay in the early forties, but it wasn't gonna do you anything in no good of a shelter mm. in a nuclear holocaust really. Um Okay, here's know. a question. Yeah. How do you think the world will will end will and how end. do you want it to end? So that's well, interesting. I, I yeah. know I know this. From from a scientific point of view right. I have my answer for this. Okay. I want to know what yours is. I think it's going to be um, some sort of natural disaster. Um, and again, I mean, uh, well, you see, this is it. it. There could be a difference between a civilization ending and the world ending, couldn't there? Because yeah. by the. Well, civilization's going to end in March, yeah. so. Yeah. Well, yes, exactly. Yeah, that's all just going to go, isn't it? You know, it's all back to. If, if, if you hear what all that says. Back to cavemen times. That, yeah, and, it's like, oh, you know, you know uh, back, back to the. You yeah, know, um, exactly. Ration books. Ration books will be, you know, Sorry. using, we'll, knitting our own food. We'll save that for the March <laughs> podcast. We really will, because we're going to do a Brexit special in March, I think. That would be great, right? With so. our bottles of bee wine. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> um, the, the yeah, because then you've got all this stuff about. Various scientists have said that you know we've got sort of a century, haven't we, before our ecosystem breaks down. Yeah. And so you know there is a possibility potentially that you know, I, well I could see a possibility of humanity and other species dying mm -hmm. or getting seriously depleted, but the world still carrying on. Yeah, well, you know, bottlenecks um, happen throughout. Yeah, I mean it's like yeah. ice ages, isn't mm, it? I yeah, mean, of course. I mean, aren't we doing another one of those a few thousand years or something? I or think it's the Earth just curing itself. I think it is. It's like the Spanish flu. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. 
and then I'll be like, okay, fine, sorry, bow down. Um, but see, I think that's interesting. Yeah, aliens freak me out. So all yeah. supernatural stuff, yeah. I can watch exorcism, exorcism, yeah. and all that jazz. You're fine. I mean, it, it freaks me out a little bit, yeah. but I'm generally fine because yeah. the dreams I have tend to be more exactly. scary than that. Yeah. Aliens freak me out because I'm not, I'm like, hmm. Aliens freak me out because it's something, it's the unknown. It's unknown. It's yeah. the unknown. Yeah. Because we haven't seen, we've no idea what an alien no. looked like, have we? You know. Um, but I think if we were to suddenly have you know an alien visitation tomorrow um certainly if it, i mean you know we don't know it could be a friendly alien it well, could yeah, be a friendly I mean, civilization look at all the films, um, yeah like if you take yeah. it from arrival yes. where they're trying to help us yeah and that gets yeah. all very freaky or um what was the one with that's an um, album isn't it it's not arrival sorry that's an abba album arrival oh is it yeah do you think abba were aliens possibly yes and if only you well it's the person from time side again they phone me like three times a day. I'm just ignoring them. Can we tell somebody? Yeah, hi, we're just doing a podcast. No, no. <laughs> we should do that. We'll do cold call. Cold call. Um, yeah, friendly aliens. Could be friendly aliens. So, friendly aliens. So, like, and yeah. um, what was the one with um, Jamie Foster in it? Jamie Foster. Foster. Um, oh, yeah. Where it's all yeah, about, yeah, yeah. essentially, it was, it a, was, it was a, the preacher and she was a scientist and she got up and she believed that she saw her dad or the aliens in the oh, forms of her dad. And they were like, oh, no, nothing ever happened. We didn't record anything. But it was 45 minutes of static and it was like, um, oh, I can see it. I can't think of the name of it. No, but that was quite a one word title. Yes, it is. Um, Contact. Contact. That's it. Contact. Or Cocoon. That's quite cool. Cocoon's good. Yeah, they were all kind of 92, friendly aliens. Yeah. Yeah. And And then you've got on the other end, you've got things like Independence Day. um, But, you know, yeah. The thing is, I think that's the two. They are reflecting the two sides of mankind. Well, they are. Where we're yeah. trying to be explorers, yes, and we're trying to learn, yeah. and we're trying to come in peace. But then yeah. there's also the threat of because the, the thing that's going to accelerate our space race is the yeah. fact that we're de- we're decimating our planet. Exactly. We need exactly. resources, we need re- and yeah. are we going to turn into the species that when we get to this? to the space it's yeah. like we found a planet that yeah. can sustain us or can do that yeah. right therefore we must kick off all exactly. the natives and yeah. uh, what has history told us yeah. that we do Precisely. as humans yeah exactly um well, yeah so we, we're, we're likely we to repeat that. history aren't we you know so do we ever learn from history? i i would find it interesting if we were visited or attacked by a, another way i i, I kind of think it's one thing that might suddenly bring humanity together because we might suddenly realize we're not as big as we think we are you know, if we were suddenly made aware of another country, um, another planet, another civilization out there, it might suddenly make us eat a bit of humble pie, or make a few people yeah. realize, okay, well, it's not just me. There is this thing else. We are full of ourselves. Yeah. As a species, aren't we? Really? I mean, I think that is one thing that, and again, um, if the country, if the world rather is ever to survive, there has to be more unity because I think when you've got some governments, you know. Let's, I'm going to make name names. Donald Trump not believing in anything about climate change whatsoever, and yet various other people categorically proving that you know we are messing up the world. Mm. Um, the only way we are going to sort out is by pulling together. Mm. I think that's the only way we're going to sort out a lot of things in this world. We can't. We can't do it. Can't do it alone. No, we, we've got to have some unity as a world. I think. 
Yeah. You know. And, and um, I think it's important to stress that unity doesn't mean that we all live under the same rules and mm, things. But there exactly. is a, a mutual no. respect for differences. A mutual, yeah, precisely. And I think yeah. the respect is what is missing in so many of our yes. uh, communications across nations. No, and within, I agree. even within nations. Yeah, yeah. Um, governments. There's just no respect between each other. There is, no, you're right. There's no respect. And there's no. It's, it's all very focused on the here and now. I mean, this is the trouble. Is it's all very well to think about your political career and um, you know where you're going to be in a year or two years. But the, the thing is, you've got to have some kind of long game vision, mm. you know, and you've got to be aware of, you know, it, okay, it might not be something that you're going to reap the reward of, but if you're a politician who has kids, grandkids, you know, you've got to think this is something that you're doing for them, you know, because it doesn't all start and end with you. Mm. You've got to think about what you are passing on as a legacy. Um, we have more awareness of that than, say, the Victorians did. Mm. You know, uh, you can you can excuse, in a sense, the, the Industrial Revolution and steam power and stuff, because they had no idea, potentially, what p- would happen in the future with, you know, lots of factories and lots of steam and stuff. I mean, their insights into the future, they have no idea mm. what was going to happen in the 1900s, you know, let alone by the 20th century, 21st century. But we, we're good at predicting things now. We know what's happening mm. around us. So there's no excuse, yeah. I don't think, for anybody in this world, whether that's us as individuals or organisations, to turn a blind eye. Yeah. I don't think there's any excuse. So there know. we are, future, future predictions. Future predictions. Are, are we dystopian or are we utopian? I think that's up to us. I honestly, I think we can go either way. I. Do you think we're on that, that pivotal turning point? I there? think we are. I honestly think we are. I I can see it going either way, but it's. it does depend on other people. And I think, you know, it's... Ideally, you hope that 99% of us believe in the possibility of a utopia. It's the 1% who don't, and it's whether that 1% or the powerful 1%. Mm. Yeah, know, I was going to say, um, do you really think a utopia is possible? Probably never total utopia. I don't, I mean, again, that's a bit of a yeah, Star Trek yeah. cliche, isn't it? You know, I don't, I don't think you're ever going to be totally, you know, sweetness and light and everything. Uh, I don't think we should be either, because I think sometimes we need friction. I think a bit of friction is good sometimes mm. to a challenge. You need um, to think, and if you don't yeah. have a challenge, you won't think. Exactly, yeah. I, I don't think there's any harm in the thinking. I think the danger is, um, if we if we make it a dystopia, the way we're going on, I think it is going to be a dystopia, because we are, we're a very greedy world, and a lot of our leaders are greedy. And selfish. Um, and selfish. Yeah. And I think that is the big calamity of this current age. We're a very greedy world. Um, and it's not just us as people, but you know, our leaders are greedy. There's a lack of humanity I find in some leaders, people, but leaders in particular. I mean, you know, our leaders are meant to be representative of us, and I, I do look at various people like you know Trump, and I look at um, Russia and various mm-hmm. other countries, and I think you know the these people are almost promoting hate. It is hate yeah, a lot of it, you know. Promoting, um, yeah, I guess it's, it's, uh, it's disrespect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. The thing is, I mean, yes, I know people who like think people like Trump or Piers Morgan or the other internet trolls, and they think they're funny. But at the end of the, the day, they are just promoting um, disrespect. 
It is disrespect, isn't it? Yeah. I really like this place in the Yeah. Okay. It does taste like mint. Yeah, it really does. I've got a really good hint of uh, cinnamon in the last kind of one I had, or spice, or nutmeg, or whatever it is. They're really good. So actually, talking about the future and all mm. that, mm. do you think the future can be predicted? So do you think things like tarot cards and stuff actually predict your future? Oh, actually, actually, t- uh, tarot cards aren't meant to predict; they're meant to guide, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, isn't tarot? Anyone can, you know, when you've got the fortune tellers mm. and the hand readers, and they're telling, they're they're telling your future. Do you think mm. that's real, or do you think they're just seeing what a likely probability? Because I'm I always, I'm always interested with this destiny and future. And I think it's possibly a bit of both. I mean, I think. Um, I guess it kind of ties into the idea of prophecy as well, isn't it? Because you mm. never get a straight answer. No. Um, it's all to do with imagery. But, yeah, I mean, there is a, a possibility that, you know, people are given ideas or images of something that, you know, might be about to happen. I think there's something, obviously, they can't just say it as it is. It might just be glimpses that they're given. Um, do, you believe, do you actually believe that people have that power? I think possibly, yeah. Yeah, um, I think possibly. Future forward. Future, um, yeah, you know that idea of um, seeing something or having a flash forward, flash forward type thing. Yeah, I think it. Mm, I think that was a TV program. Fast forward. Was it fast forward or flash? That's fast forward. The kiddies show, wasn't it? Mm, fast forward. Fa- I think um, it was fa- uh, flash, a flash forward where they all blacked out and they could all see their what they were doing in what was it six months time. Or oh something. really? I don't remember. Oh, flatliners. That's another movie. Flatliners. That's a good oh, one. Yeah. Sorry to work up him. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that always fascinated me because they set it up for a second series and they never did it. Oh, really? I never yeah, saw that. Yeah, it was really that. annoying though, the ending was, because the yeah. ending was, and they got to the point where the, the flash forward was, or the flash oh. forward was, um, where they all were seeing themselves in the future. Okay. Um, what happened was, then they just had another flash forward and they saw themselves in the future another six months or something. I thought, oh. That's boring. But, um, what channel was that on? I don't remember that at all. I think it, it might have been, um, ooh. Oh, no, uh, I can't remember. I, all I know is it was on when I was in St Andrews, so it was okay. in. It's American or British? It's British. Was it British? Oh no, no, no! I'm sorry, it was American. Um, so yeah, it'll be between the years of 2011. Right. Oh God, what the hell is coming out of my mouth? Um, tw- 2007. Liberty <laughs> There you go. Um, t- t- yeah, more wine will cure it. Yeah, it does um, well. <laughs> between when was I in St Andrews? 2007 and 2010 because I remember watching it with my housemate Jill. We okay. were very, very fascinated by it. I don't and remember very, that at all. Very, very disappointed. I don't remember that at all. Actually, no. Yeah, it um. No. It must have been on terrestrial because we only had terrestrial. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I. Oh, I. Oh. I like the idea. See, I. Mm. Well, we've we've discussed about me and psychic powers yeah. and stuff before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I often yeah. dream stuff and then. Freakishly enough, they do it happen. It happens, really. You haven't mentioned that before. Well, they're, they're snippets, and it's it's, right. it's stupid things like someone just saying a sentence to me. It's not right. like oh, I, I think that this is going to happen. It's not like I dream that this something's yeah. going to happen, and like something might. It's very small things, which a lot of people say, well, it's just deja vu because your yeah. your mind's catching up, and it's not actually a dream. It was just because you, it, right. you know, it's yes. not the sped, yeah, yeah, yeah. the speed yeah. from one eye to the other, so it makes it feel like a dream. You okay. dreamt it, but you yeah, didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But um, yeah, and it, but it's that freakish thing, isn't it, about you thinking about somebody and they phone, or yeah. like so the number of times that I've been like I've texted you and you were like yeah I was just texting I know I that's was weird just about to yeah. Text you. yeah and you've done yeah. the same to me yeah, and yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and I I for myself at moments like that it's almost as though I 
before, I mean, that's, this is a very good example. When you texted the other day about mince pies, I, I remember I was sitting with a coffee and I just had this image of you. I just thought, you need to get this for Keely. And it was, it, it was just, it's almost like seeing somebody's image, saying, you must get in touch with Keely, check about Friday, and then literally like 30 seconds later for you. So isn't it weird? It's almost like you're tapping into a... <laughs> Either that or it's both of us going, right, we said we do this podcast Friday, let's organise it a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I don't, I don't think, because it's the fact that it happens at the same time, isn't it? Yeah, you know it's like me? within minutes of each and other. And for me personally, it is always, it's... It is, it's almost like more than a thought. I mean, you can think about anything, an abstract thought, but sometimes it's like this like light coming on, almost. I do, you think, know. I do think we do have... Uh, I'm very much a believer in um, like a psychic energy psychic that, goes, energy. that yeah. links us all. I think so. Because uh, I've heard yeah. so many anecdotal stories about things like... And um, this is the one that really got me, is my mum said that one afternoon... Mm. She couldn't explain it, mm-hmm. but one afternoon... She was just so sad and she was just crying and she right. didn't know why she was crying. Okay. And it was only about half an hour later that her best friend phoned her up and said, I've just miscarried. Oh, wow. That's interesting. And it, it, it's certain things like that. Mm. It's like, I got when I got the phone call that my nana died, mm. I already mm. knew. You knew, yeah. As, as soon yeah. as that phone rang, I was like, my nana's died. Yeah. And my nana wasn't sick. No. It wasn't like no. she was like, like a, no. of a long illness. It was just quite a sudden yeah. thing. Yeah. It's like I knew something bad yeah. is going to happen. So I don't know. I think I don't. I think there is so much that we cannot. Mm. We, we say it's supernatural, and lots of people go, "Oh, yeah. it doesn't exist." Yeah. But I think it's just because we don't understand it, and because we don't understand yeah. it, we don't know how to. Exactly. As a scientist, we don't know how to we test it to properly. Test it. Yeah. Um, and, and it is energy fields. I mean, this is the thing, yeah. isn't it? It is. It's again. It is almost like testing, or not testing. It's almost like sensing a, a chair. So who's to say if? You know, say somebody thinks of somebody, who's to say that doesn't send out a little blip, 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 you know, that you, you tune into, mm. you know. And if something dramatic or traumatic happens to somebody, who say that doesn't send this wave off that affects people who, And people you that know, you know will tune into your tune own into energy. It, exactly. We possibly yeah. all have our own energy, yeah. but the people we know yeah. can know how to exactly. tune into yeah. that kind of energy. Because it's weird, because um, I did a lot of, well, I say I did a lot of research I did some research mm-hmm. into the power of prayer like mm. quite a few years ago because this is quite a big thing in the medical field about oh. whether the power of prayer actually helps okay and some studies have said no it doesn't it right. does it and then other people do and I think I think there is an element of psychosomatic mm. to it so if mm. people know that mm. they're being prayed for it's almost like an uplifting yes. so they do yeah. feel better yeah 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 um, but I, I do always remember reading this study where they didn't tell people who whether they were being prayed for or not. Okay. So it was completely kind of blind. Oh, that's interesting. And it was, okay. um, and um, the thing is, it was contradi- controversial because there were two studies done. Yeah. So some I, I read two separate studies, and some said it made no difference, and some said it did make a difference. Now, okay. I don't know. It depends. I guess it depends how you choose how to pray. Yeah. But I, I actually think because I'm a big believer that. The mind is the most powerful thing in the body. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, th- I think, yeah, I, I, think I actually so. think, I think so, you yeah. can think yourself well as you can think yourself sick. Yeah. I can believe that. Um, yeah. I think so. I think so. Yeah. 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 And I think we can will things into being, and I think we can will things into not being. Mm. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know the mechanism behind that. Mm. Um, but I think 
I, I do think the mind is a very powerful thing. And yeah. but whether it's just because it motivates you to do stuff or you just do stuff so it happens, or you're willing to make the sacrifices to make something happen or take the chances because you think it will happen. I mean, it's a lot of things like, um, if say like you've had your prom read and you've had your future yeah. shows, like you will meet yeah. a man that is da-da-da-da-da, then you might not think anything about it. But if you're in a bar and there's yeah, a man exactly. there that fits that description, yeah. Yeah. you might be more willing to flash them a smile. Yes. Or yeah, go and exactly. chat to them because yeah. you've got it in their mind that, yeah. oh, you know, this is my this is my husband. Yeah. yeah, yeah Whereas yeah. they may never have meant to be your husband no. because you've got it in your head. They've got it in your head, you precisely. Yes, yeah. Um, so I think that that kind of thing is very interesting. That, talk about the idea of palms. You see, I think that's interesting because sometimes you have layer upon layer. I can't believe that somebody can look at your palm and predict but have you ever had your palm read i have but i but what did they say did anything come true um <laughs> i remember one guy years ago telling me i was gonna have two separate i was gonna have a two separate lives quite well, not in powder but one life gone for so long and then i was telling you a big change and something brand new would happen but i can't remember exactly any more than that but mm. but the thing is i wonder whether because that's a biological thing. It's mm. biological. It's gene. How mm. your skin yes. have. But well, who's to... You know, I wonder whether there are some potentially psychic people who, mm. you know, it, it's a psychic power they've got rather than actually... They can't read what's on your palm, but maybe they have an insight in their mind. Yeah, they kind of get the energy Possibly. from the palm. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. they often touch your palm. Yes. So maybe it's yeah. nothing about what's actually no, exactly. on your palm. on your palm. It's the maybe energy. It's the bit. energy from yeah. you, you know. So I got told... Um, um, so I always remember it. So you see this line here and it splits into two. Okay. Um, apparently that line there is the number of children you're going to have and because mine splits into two there yeah i will have twins okay i'm gonna say good luck to you because i'm 37 <laughs> 37 single good luck on that one but you never know oh so you could adopt couldn't you or yes because that's been, that's, that's been my know, thing yeah you could adopt anything i mean it's no but i mean it's very difficult i mean my my i do remember my mum saying that several my dad's full name was leonard ernest Arthur and she saw they they got together in 1968 and married in 69 but mum told me that she went to see a fortune teller in the mid 60s who told her she was going to meet a man and marry him by the name Arthur I think his name my dad did that's you know I mean that was little things like that's quite weird you know but I wonder whether it is I wonder whether some of it is, you know, bells and whistles, dressing, you know, the idea, and, you know, reading a tea leaf or reading a palm, mm. but whether there is something about the mind that is... Yeah, and it maybe know, it's just uh, because it's the way, it's the way that they, it's their conduit to it. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I you know, I believe in the, the freaky and the spooky and the, the thing, but, you know, it's, there's just too many coincidences where there's no yeah. sense. Yeah, exactly. That makes you think there's yeah. got to be something that we're yeah. not seeing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, um, and also we, I mean, again, I, I, this is something I keep coming back to an awful lot, but I, I am very aware that in our quest to be more human, we lose it. Oh, hello. She's yeah. trying to unwrap the presents um, now. Okay. Something sweet, but not for you. Um, <laughs> that's for my sister. Thank you. Um, da, 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 da. Where did we get to? The mind. I can't remember. Forgetfulness, there we forgetfulness. go. Forgetfulness, forgetfulness. I'll work on that today. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, yeah, it's crazy. 
I was saying about um, it was a conduit. It's conduit. not. It's uh, the yeah. method that they use with the conduits in the mind. I remembered. Yes. Okay. So um, I think we possibly need to tap into the fact that you know we are animals because we, we've possibly lost that primal side of ourselves. And yeah. you see, you look at cats and dogs who do pick up on emotions. Um, they pick up on a load. Oh they? yeah, and they they they're almost like un, they're, they're non-verbal communication with. Other dogs or I think our highly um, developed mind, our, that mm. extra level of mind, has tuned that out yeah, or grown so. yeah. that out. Yeah, I think we've almost dampened ourselves. Which I think why people who are meditate seem to be more in tune. More in tune with it, yeah, that higher consciousness. Because mm. I think that's a fair big part of it. I'm, I'm sure we. I wouldn't be surprised at all if, yes, we might have been more primal, we're living in caves, but, you know, we must have got on for a good few century millennia possibly without talking to each other mm. you know we how do we communicate did we communicate telepathically with each other you know the language is a relatively modern thing Mo- language is not as old as we are as a species so obviously we spent thousands maybe millions of years getting along with each other without talking to each other mm. so we must have had some way to communicate you know yeah, do you, I um, don't know, do you find when you're in a different country and you don't mm, speak the language, mm, I mean, they don't speak your mm, language, but somehow, I mean, in some instances you don't have a clue, but in yeah. general you kind of get the answer. It's like, you know, I'm English and I'm trying yes, to understand, and yeah. it's kind of like, you, you get the gist of, no, I don't know what you're yeah, saying, yeah, or yeah. I have a vague idea of what yeah. you're saying and I think what you want is down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know whether, but I think body language is a is is like this kind of sixth sense that I think we ignore, but uh, maybe uh, consciously ignore. Consciously, exactly. Maybe we're more aware of it if if we lose language. Mm. Yeah. So and we look at all the extra sensory stuff that um, mm. people who are blind or dumb exactly, or deaf yeah, get. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I wouldn't want to rob any anyone of any no, senses, but no, no, no. sometimes you know a lot of them say. Well, I say a lot of them. I had a, a antidotal things where they're like, they're actually glad that I lost their mm. sight because they can pick up on something so more yeah, now. So yeah, precisely. And there's something more, and it's just yeah, another yeah, sense gets I love developed. the idea of sight you know. is how I view. Well, again, but is that another sense? I mean, that's an interesting thing, isn't it? Who's to say that isn't a sense that we've mm. neglected? You know, the a sense that's connected to our brains that is potentially a psychic thing. Mm. Um, Which is why I don't really know. rule anything as a scientist. Yeah. And I come a lot, come across a lot of atheists, a lot of people that mm. are very anti-supernatural as a scientist. Yeah. And I think, how can you call yourself a scientist when you say that that's poppycock? Exactly. Precisely. The whole point of yeah. being a scientist is being open-minded yeah. Yeah. to anything happening, which yeah. is why I never rule anything no. out. No, no. I think about that sense as they are. Well, no, I think no, I think see, this is the thing. I think science does have to be open and slightly fantastical because i was just thinking then that's a good word fantastical mm. fantastical that talking about um the idea of you know our brains being able to pick up on things and senses you know, think about it i mean a smell isn't physical in fact what creates a it's not interesting a smell you know we smell something we can't see it but we're aware of it. and likewise sound we can't see a sound and yet it is generous so why shouldn't well, part of the fact of sight isn't you know, actually seeing it's light it's light you know which we can't see yeah, it's, it's all it, it's all coming into the brain yeah. and the brain interprets yes our most immediate sense is touch really yes. yeah you know because actually we're touch all the time we are feeling it we've got even just sitting you've got feet on the floor you're feeling your you clothes know, and feeling like your clothes so touch is the most immediate sense we have yeah. i would say 
even with our eyes closed, you know, we can still feel. Sure, yeah. But, um, um, I'm, a, I'm a great thing when I decide that in the middle of the night I need the loo, but I'm too lazy to put my glasses on or put the lights on. Yeah. I still don't manage to find it. You it's back. Like <laughs> it generally is, okay. And for people who don't know, I'm as blind as a bat. Are you really, really blind? Are you? Uh, Are minus 11.75 at the moment, <laughs> which is less than 10 times. Oh. Can't you hide it? I've got very good contact lenses. You've got lenses. good contact lenses. They're very expensive contact lenses. <laughs> but they're good. Because they have to they're be specially good. compressed. <laughs> right. My glasses. Custom, custom made. They are custom. custom made, yeah. So, like, um, I'm on a scheme where you can. We're going off tap here, but. It's all right. I'm on a scheme where I get my contact lenses through the post. Yeah. And basically, if anything happens, you just go into lenses, your nearest booth. Lenses is L. Lenses. Yeah, we're on L. F. As you were. <laughs> and, um. They are that. So basically, if I walk into an optician, your theory is if anything's happened to one of my lenses, I can get it replaced. Okay. I walk into a, a, an optician's and they go, yeah, we don't stop. We have no idea. We, 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 we doesn't go up to that line. Um, so yeah, my, my glasses, which are made of especially compressed glass, are still a centimetre thick. Sounds like a superhero. Are they centimetres? Yeah. Well, I dread to think what they were like if they were uncompressed. Gosh. Can you feel those? Can you feel that? Um, Are you aware that? On a, on a day-to-day basis, no. No. But um, it was weird because I was dating somebody who also had contact lenses who were not of the same description as me, about minus three or four. And it, it was always like, well, you know, it was like, which, which contact lens pack is yours and which one's mine? I said, open one. I said, wait a minute. I said, open one and pick it up. And this is open the other one and pick it up. So he did. And he brought them up. It was like, bloody hell. And you could tell because you could actually see the difference in thickness really? between the contact lenses. I went, yeah, the one that's really thick and actually mine actually looked blue. And he was like, and he was like, those are yours, aren't they? And I'm like, yeah. So if I see any normal person's contact lenses, I'm like, God, that looks like clean film. You I should be you should be inventing new contact lenses. That's the Yeah, that's, I chose the wrong science. The, yeah, you should be going down the op- ophthalmologist route. The thing is, I can't have laser treatments and past that point. Past that point. But you wouldn't know that. I mean, you, you, uh, some people you can tell if, uh, I, I can tell, some people, the, the way they look at you or there's, yeah. um, there was a, there's a lack of focus. You can always yeah. think, oh, they've got contacts. But you never know with you, actually. I've been wearing them for that long now, yeah. I guess. But you, you always, but you, when you look at things, you, you, mm. are, you do look and you, you never look as though you're it's looking at trying to focus. <laughs> 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 yeah. Am um, I in Arnold? Is this Arnold? Yeah. Because uh, um, my contact lenses last two weeks. So they're daily, so you take them in and out. Okay. So you have to yeah, wash yeah. them like you know, overnight kind of thing. But they last two weeks, and then you're, you're supposed to put a fresh pair in. Okay. So kind of that last couple of days, mm. I am more aware of them. Okay, yeah. Um, especially yeah. when I first put them in my eyes, because my eyes are like, yeah, I don't want them. Or if I've had a late night, yeah. or been drinking very heavily, yeah. the next morning yeah. my eyes are like, you no, feel it. Yeah. I don't want them. Yeah. Awesome. Would you do, would you do glasses on a day like that? Would you sit and just go glasses? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if I don't have yeah. to go out, but I'm very yeah. vain. I don't want the glasses. <laughs> I just could see where she wants the loo. Oh yeah, yeah. Me. No, no, I can't use that. It's that that's stop walking. She sells Tony. There we go. We're back for the final ten minutes, having had toilet breaks and things like that, and um, yeah. So Keely has suggested. So as is is Christmas and the end of the year. We uh, talk about feelings, feelings of 
ends of years, endings and beginnings, and the that, year, the year, the year gone by, the year ahead. Yes. How would you sum up 2018? You've had an interesting year. I've had an interesting You've year. You've had an interesting year. I have had year. really interesting yeah. year. It's been very much of ups and downs. Um, uh, dream, dreams kind of realised and not realised, yeah. or realised in some kind of way that I didn't expect. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah. It's not been a bad year mm-hmm. in comparison mm-hmm. to others. It's not mm-hmm. been a great year compared to others, but... Um, there have been things that have happened and I actually think this has been a learning year for me. I was going to say actually you, you've, I mean you have had quite a few interesting things happen to you certainly mm. in terms of work yes, and yes. Um, opportunities with work and you, you haven't shied away from them though. I think that's, I'm, I'm, I think you've done really well, I'm really proud of you because you've gone for interviews and things like that and you've, I mean actually you've, you've done, you've been successful in what you've gone for when yeah. you think about yeah. things you, you've been offered various things you know you haven't been turned away from anything have you really only the most yeah. recent only the most line. recent but, <laughs> but you that's know because they already had a job lined up well, pers- yeah you know but i but i think what the interesting thing for you and what i think you've done really well is that you know you've you've had a few irons in the fire um and you've always had almost like a secondary plan yeah. You know, there, there isn't, you haven't been in a situation where something has been the be all and end all. Mm. You know, so you've, you've been able to put your feelers out there and go for an interview or, you know, go for a talk to somebody knowing that it doesn't all hinge on this necessarily. But mm. if you are successful with an interview and if you've been offered something, there's also been something else to think about as well, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I, it's kind of made me think about who I am and what it is I want yeah. and uh, what it is I want to achieve more likely, which is mm. why 2019 is a big year for me. Mm-hmm. I've been, at the moment, it's full of fear and exi- anxiety, anxiety and oh yeah. my God, um, but it is a step up in my career. Is it a positive fear though? Because fear can be a positive, can't it? I think. I guess it you is know. a positive. It. The thing is, it's quite. Yeah, you're right. It's a positive fear yeah. because it's a challenge fear. Yeah. So yeah. it's a fear. It's not a fear of oh, God, you know, this is scary. Yeah. It, it, yeah. This is. It's not. Fear is always this is scary. Yes. But is it scary yeah. you can't do, or is it scary because you need to rise to something? Yes. And that's what I call a positive that's fear. That's a positive fear. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it is. It's a fear of I have got heck of a challenge ahead of me. Yeah. I'm not shying away from no, it. It no. doesn't mean I'm happy about it, but I know no. that I will give it my damn best. <laughs> and also, I mean, the, the thing is, uh, in the situation you've been in, I mean, you're, let's say, in an interview situation or a job situation, you're dealing with people who know what they're looking for. Mm. You know, they've been trained and guided to you know knowing who to choose the fact you have been chosen for different things mm. you know means that those people obviously see something in you. maybe you don't even see yourself clearly that's the thing mm. you know people have spotted something that they know you are capable of achieving yeah so you might not feel you can achieve or you might not be sure how you can achieve but obviously some people somewhere on more than one occasion these past yes. months <laughs> have decided yeah this is the girl who can do this for us you know yes so that that's good i think that's good because that's i think that's the most positive thing if somebody else sees something in you yeah you know because we're 
you know, if, if we're the only people singing our own praises or we're the only people who, you know, feel as though I can do this or I can't do this, then we limit ourselves straight away. But it's when other people mm. come and into the equation. And this is where people know, say, oh, you uh, shouldn't care what other people think. I actually think no. Oh, no, you should do. No, I you, you, you ought to. You ought to. Because yeah, so I you, you think must. they see you sometimes more clearly than you can see yourself. Mm. I think 90% um, of the time that's very true. I think you should always listen to other, especially the people you trust. I mean, yeah. it's different in a job situation, obviously. Well, yeah, obviously jobs, jobs are... You're, you're being recognised by somebody who doesn't know you, but they obviously see They're your, taking a gamble They're on taking you. a gamble. They're, it's always going to be a gamble. It's always a gamble, um, of course it is. But they obviously see something in your professional makeup that they think, this is what we want, you know. Mm. Or um, this girl has potential. Exactly. We're going yeah. to... Yeah. It's, it, it al- it's almost like a bit of a, an apprentice situation. Yeah. Especially at the level I'm at and the level I've gone for. It is that kind of the apprentice yeah, situation of yeah, uh, you're a small exactly. person. Yeah. We're going to give you the chance Precisely. to be a big person. Yeah. Yeah. And so the yeah. the idea of next year I will be creating my own research lab yeah. is <laughs> incredibly scary. Um, it's not quite in the situation I had wanted, but then it's in the situation as somebody very po- uh, pointedly pointed out to me yesterday. Thank you, Leah. Um, if you're listening, um, it might not be the situation you felt most comfortable in, but no. it's the situation that's going to show you off more. Exactly. So hey, you don't always you want do, to be comfortable. If you, you do this without anyone else yeah, around you, because exactly. I wanted to stay at Nottingham, I really yeah, did, yeah. and because I was comfortable, I knew the yes. people that could help yeah. me, um, and I, I was more confident in that I could succeed yeah. at Nottingham. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what has happened is that I am moving away from Nottingham to something new. I'm moving to Trent, and I don't know anyone there, and I'm not comfortable there. No. But as has been very pointed out to me, this is the way that you can actually shine. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. if you are willing to put the work in, which yeah. anyone who knows me knows that this is You'll what I've it. wanted for decades. Yeah. 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 Um, the work is the work and putting the effort in is not the problem for me. It's just whether it pays off because yeah. in science it's. Yeah. It's not always about the hard work. It's sometimes about yes. a bit of luck. Exactly. Yeah. So we will see. Twenty nineteen is an apprehensive year, but a hopeful. Yeah. Is but what I will say. I mean, I think. I mean, this is real. Sometimes we get ourselves into situations that actually aren't beneficial to us. But yeah. you see, we can take comfort from a situation that actually is not doing us any good. Yeah. <laughs> but because familiarity sits well with us, sometimes we go along with it. You know. Oh, yeah, um, I think a lot of people are trapped yeah, in the work. They so. don't push themselves no. out the boundaries, and ugh, I've never liked pu- pushing myself out the boundaries, no, but I have. We don't it. like to, you know. And if I'm but honest, we'll if I'm honest, I I've seen, and yes, I obviously, you know, you've had a lot of positivity at Nottingham University, but I've also seen a lot of negativity yes. for you. Yeah, and yes. I'm I'm also aware of the issues and struggles you've had there, which I don't think you should necessarily have to face. You know, mm. I mean, yeah, obviously everyone has bad days and things to achieve, but I, I personally, for you, think there have been one or two situations in the last couple of years that um, shouldn't have happened or don't need to have happened, you know, mm. um, issues that you shouldn't have had to deal with, necessarily. Mm. And that that is counterproductive, I think. I think you, I think if you're in a situation that is productive, um, 
the way you can be moved. Okay, I, if I put my I put my cards on the table. I don't think personally, Nottingham University has been a place where you've been able to make many steps forward. I think you've often had to take a few side steps, one or two mm. back steps. I don't feel as though you've been in a situation for the last couple of years where you've been able to make many forward steps. Yeah, I kind of, yeah, I, I, I made big, I, I will admit um, that when I came to Nottingham, I made big strides because I was in a lab that afforded me uh, freedom yeah. uh, to do what I wanted, which was brilliant. But then because of my position and my status, I couldn't, I got to a point where I was at a wall. I couldn't do anything more yeah. until yeah, I got yeah. that academic position. Yeah. Um, and so therefore I feel hinged in. Yeah. And to be quite frank, I think that's why I didn't get what I wanted. I didn't get the position at Nottingham was because they are very much looking for people who can break through that boundary. But it's mm -hmm. very hard to break through that boundary when you haven't got somebody who is... I would say that I have... That's funny. I feel, you feel a little guilty. Um, I feel like I have people in my corner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's always very important. But it's how much... when it comes to academia and the hierarchy of academia mm. it's all about how those people that are above you are willing to punch for you so if you've got a heavyweight that is willing mm. to almost punch themselves through a brick wall that's brilliant and you yeah. will succeed yeah um however if you've got somebody who is just well i am at this position and mm. i i am at this position mm. Mm. um it's very hard because I think that's what I, I, I mean. Academia though. is changing, but I, I think at the I moment it's still that old boys club. If I'm honest, I, I mean, I've known you for two and a half years now, and I and I don't, I don't know. I can only go on gut instinct, but I always feel as though some of the people you work with are not behind you, are not supportive as they could be, and I think that is, I can see that as being your biggest frustration because I don't think. I don't think your current work situation is productive for you because of the people around you. Yeah. yeah. That's how I would sum that up. Uh, yeah, know. no, and I, I think um, that, is on, uh, uh, that, that is a very honest portrayal, um, mm. whether people want to admit that or not. But yeah, mm. I, I feel like I could have done, I actually do feel like I could have done better. Yeah. But to have done better, I needed a heavy weight in my Precisely. Corner. And I think that for me, I'm so pleased for you this last year because I think you've met people in interview situations who have actually realised your potential. Yes. I don't feel as though you have had people who've realised that around you. You know, no. the people you've worked with or the people you're currently working with, I think haven't quite, and I think it's taken a few outsiders who you've never met before to actually look at you on paper, talk to you face to face and actually think, yeah, she's good. You know, because I don't, th I don't think you've had that from the people you you see face to face day to day, kind of thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I think that's I think that's to your benefit because I think that gives you a boost because it makes mm. you realise that actually, yeah, I'm, I am good. I'm, and it's okay to say I'm good at something. <laughs> you know, it's okay to say I can do this. It's okay to say I'm I've got the gift for this. You know, uh, we'll, we'll, see what, we'll see what we say next year when yeah, I've had a year well, of it. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I think it, it is it is the people around us though. This is the thing we need a good support network. Mm. I think whatever part of our lives it is, you know, we do need people who have faith in us and need to. They need to be able to. It's a, it's a two way thing, isn't it? It's like sometimes we need people to remind us who we are. Yes. 
you know, if we've got people around us who don't reflect ourselves back on us, you know, um, that's when we lose heart. I think. Mm. I think yeah. that's when we 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 lose our heart and our our motivation. You know, because we need we need people just to bolster us a bit sometimes. We need people to say, "Yeah, you're doing fine. Don't worry." Mm. You know. Yeah, keep uh, going. Keep yeah. going. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, 2019 yeah. is my year of ambition and independence. And independence. Ah, that's good. Ah, ind- independence from. I'm just. Oh. <laughs> I'm starting my own research. <laughs> My own re- yeah. my, my yeah. re- research group of one, um, <laughs> but I'm uh, I'm trying. I see. Yeah, I am the director of my own research. I don't have a, a technically. A technically, I do have a boss, but I don't have a boss. Yeah. Boss, it's boss, like yeah. telling me yeah. what I do and what yeah. I don't do. Yeah. Um, so yes, it's a busy year for me. Probably You'll do it. You'll do it. Things to see far and close to the sky. So you. 2018. 2018. It's been um, a hard year for you. It's been a very hard year. Yeah. It's been a strange year. I, no, beginning of the year, I've had no idea what was happening this year. It's, no, it has been a very strange year. I was, beginning of the year, I, I was finally divorced and, um, got my driving license back and then my mum died. So it's been lots of weird things and I, I, you know, I, the place I was living in this time last year, I was renting, but I did think I'd be there for a while because it. I made Interesting, it lady, you were uh, renting from. Yeah, exactly. You'd have yeah. that dinner. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's funny. I mean, that that's weird. Well, you know, oh, that, that was a good from. but weird thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very. Um, but no, I would. Uh, I you know, if I'd sat myself down this time last year, or even in actually even early. January, mid-January, late January, you know, the way this year's panned out, I would have had no idea, and I wouldn't have even dared to predict anything that would happen this year. Um, And I, um, what's the word, it is as it is, and I can't, and I say that with a lot of sadness and I say that with a lot of regret I also say it with a hint of happiness and I say say it with every emotion actually I can't I can't differentiate one thing from another if I want okay here we go so maybe this is where my own choice comes in if I wanted to I could be really depressed (laughs) if I chose to be I could have really let this year knock me out and not recover from it yeah and possibly if I was at another stage in my life that would have happened um I think very it's funny how, how the way you go through things I mean I um I'm gonna put my heart on line here I I have known depression I know what it is like to be depressed I'm not in that place at the moment, um, but I can say I I can feel sad about things. I'm not saying I feel depressed. I can feel sad about, that. and that's okay. I think it's okay. I think to it's feel nice. Sad I think it's good to know the distinction. Yeah, I, I realize I I realize I can be happy. There's lots of things that make me happy. There's things that make me sad. Not to the not not an extreme in either case. Not a 
total madness, euphoria, happiness, and not a depression type of sadness. I, I just appreciate those emotions and I can feel those emotions. Mm-hmm. I can feel happiness for spending time with a lovely friend, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, enjoying some of his company. Um, little silly little things like having having a walk with her on on a you know eight or nine o'clock in the morning um even though it's raining it's lovely just feeling the rain you know just feeling air on your face gorgeous love it you know and then there's a sadness you know i'm um knowing that this is going to be the first christmas that's going to be different without people in it you know um and it's being aware of all of that yeah and it's it's only owning all of that actually you know it's it's not it, and it can be from second to second. It can be a, you know, at three o'clock in the afternoon, you can feel really joyful for everything that's going on, and by five o'clock, you're shattered and you're tired. And but that's all okay. <laughs> yeah, it's all okay. I think, you know, um, and that's me. I, I can, I, you know, I think at the end of the day, I can just sort of say this: this is me. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, th- there's no pretense. I can't be doing the, you know putting a face on for anybody um and i you know i whatever happens next year i think whatever happens i know i can get through it i think that's the thing i think that's a nice I think, confidence to I, have. I think I so think knowing I, that you can get yeah, through i think knowing stuff. i can get through things i i i don't know and you know who knows what's going to happen next year i don't know but whatever happens i will take it as it comes yeah you know, I think that's the, that's the best I can do. Then, as best any of us can do, I'll take it as it comes. I might be sad. I might get angry. I might, whatever, feel whatever emotion. But I will feel that emotion. That's I think that's what I'm saying. I will feel that emotion, and I will not disregard or ignore any emotion that I come across. I will feel it, and then I will go on from that. And I mm, deal with it. I think that's the biggest thing I can say about life at the moment. I. Life scares me, terrifies me sometimes. I can't pretend it doesn't, but I will live it. Yeah. <laughs> I will live it. Because that's you know, what life that's is. That's what life is. And, you know, I will thank God for the people around me. I will, you know, always, I will never t- say I wish that hadn't happened. Well, I can say that, but, I, you know, I, I'm big enough to say it has happened, so here I am. And I think I can, I hope I can say the same in the future. Whatever happens, it might be very big and very scary. It might be lovely, but whatever, I'll live through it. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think at the end of the day, that's all we can say. You know, that's all we can say, you know. And I think that's, um, maybe that's living. I think it's, yeah, I think that's living, to be honest. That, yeah, <laughs> you're right, you're right. That I is think that's life. I think that is the best we can do. Um, we can't be these perfect, beautiful human beings all the time. Likewise, we can't be these nasty, needy, selfish. Be- we can be all of these things at different times, and maybe that's the best thing. We maybe we see I how. I think that's all of us in all, I all think instances. Because yeah. I think whatever happens, you know, we have a choice of who we're going to be. I think we do. I and think that's so right. We have a we have a choice how we react to something. Yeah. always you know we we choose whatever happens to us we choose how we react so mm-hmm. whatever the news is we can choose to react with joy or hatred or anger but 
we we choose that, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, sometimes so. it's subconscious and it just oh, no, happens, and you just don't. Yeah, it feels like you have no control over it. But I think it's the overriding emotion that comes out, and so that is, yeah. in theory, yeah. if it's the overriding emotion, that is the right one. That's the one to go. It might for. not be the yeah. one that's perceived positively by other people, but it is the it's right the one, one to for go you for. at that yeah. time. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think at the end of the day, I think too many of us choke down what mm-hmm. we really want to do oh, or yeah. what we really want to say yeah. um and i think that actually does us probably more harm in the end and i think we it's unfortunately i i think this idea of like you it's a great term choking down things i mean in a sense we are encouraged to do that from quite a young age because um we are very certainly in this country you know we are very keen about presenting an image yeah, stiff up a lip, an image that you know, where more than more than not that our parents tell us to present, you know. But again, that's that's the image they want us to present. We're, we're often in situations where we're being asked to present what somebody else wants us to present, you know. Um, and I think sometimes a, a stage comes in our life where you realise you present what you want to present it's not down to anybody else it's not down mm. to a family member it's not down to a lover it's not down to a boss actually you're allowed you're you're allowed to present the emotions you want to present yeah in any given situation because they're your emotions nobody else's mm. nobody else can feel the way you feel about something yeah and i think you know as well uh, as being able to uh, admit and to feel those emotions you have to allow other people to feel those emotions exactly. without judgment. Exactly. Because yeah. you know, in, yeah. in the last few months, with all my um, choices mm-hmm. of uh, career direction, and everything, I have been judged for it. I have been mm. judged for being upset over things. Yeah. yeah. Or being confused over things. Yeah. Um, Who says the most judging? If if you're being honest, who judges you the most? Would you say? Is it other people who you work with? Yeah, it's it's other people who I work with, as in I have turned down a opportunity, Mm. and I am I am always grateful for the opportunities. Mm. But sometimes the opportunities that present to you aren't what you. They're an opportunity. Yeah, it doesn't mean you have to take it. And at the end of the day, you have to think what's in your heart. Mm. Mm. And my heart always tells me that research is the way. Mm. So it was a very very good job. Yeah. with a very nice uh, salary hike but it wasn't what I felt I, I knew that in that job I'd be bored yeah. I knew yeah. in that job it wasn't what my heart wanted to do yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. I turned it down yeah. even though people were like it's a steady job it's a pay rise it's da, 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 da. Yeah. but the thing is a steady job and a pay rise aren't mm. the things that matter to no. me and the, the people that are saying that that it's the things that matter to them isn't it it's it that's is the trouble. and I think you know and I think the thing is we for me personally, I think other people's judgment mm. influence my mm. actions, yeah. and I really yeah. have got to the point now where I can't. You know, if people want to make you feel guilty mm-hmm. for doing what you choose to do, I don't mm. think that's a good person to be around. No, it's not. No. Because no. No. I've had so many people that go, "Yeah, okay, fine. Yes, it was this, mm. that, and the other, and it was all that positive, but we know you." Mm. Mm. And. Yeah. we know that wasn't for you exactly yeah. and if and if you're surrounded by people that go you know what yeah we know you we know what you want yeah, yeah and yeah. what will make you happy yeah. and just because it's x y and z yeah 
because you know and they're the people that you want to surround yourself mm-hmm. by and mm-hmm. that's what i hope to continue yeah so there you go no exactly yeah and that's positive because it's i think sometimes the, the most positive thing is actually <laughs> it sounds most good it's actually almost like throwing it all out there you know because we i think we spend so much of our time some of our teens our 20s having to define ourselves but i do feel as though there are times when actually we need to throw all that away and um just let the outside define us throw the cards up in the air (laughs) and they'll fall where they are Uh, i've actually learned that the people in this last year i have found out that the people who know you the best are the ones that go whatever you choose is fine exactly precisely yeah it's the ones that go well why did you do that and why did you do that or yeah for me i i know how blessed i am Mm. and how many opportunities i have Mm -hmm. and i am aware that even when i am not looking forward to it or i am apprehensive about it i can see through it it's the ones that go well you should be happy because you've got this yeah exactly yeah yeah yes i understand that i understand that i am not a person in Africa starving yeah you don't need to remind me of that no precisely but this that that is oh god no that's a whole but that's right but you see that because that cuts both ways because I mean that's that's you know that's asking you to that that should go both ways precisely yeah precisely and it's almost like asking that person in Africa to imagine themselves as you well that can't happen yeah that you know, exactly. You know, they can just say, no, "Oh, I've got plenty of food yeah. and a roof over my head. What yeah. problems could I have?" Exactly. And I'm not saying that our problems are a light or a twin, but it's just, it's a different life. It's a it different is that yeah, and you, there's some and things you cannot. You there's some things you can't equate. I mean, this is the trouble, isn't it? You, I, I think sometimes the do-gooders are a bit too black and white. It's very easy to say this is wrong and this is right. It's actually more difficult to be personal in those situations I think this is what we all need I think we need the personal touch you know I think and this is possibly going off a different tangent but um, the most right on people sometimes are not very personable in their right onness I think to be right on and to be loving and giving you have to see every situation for what it is you cannot equate one person with another, one person situation with another. No, it's all individual. It's not fair. You when it comes not, to that, it's all individual. You have to be individual. You know, and I think that's the the biggest gift any of us can give to somebody else is to see them as them. Yeah. You know, not, not to say, oh, you remind me of my mate. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, I mean, that's the other worst thing. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. you know, it's Comparison the worst thing. Oh, I remember when that happened to me. That doesn't do a bloody blind bit of difference. There's no point. In, that that's false empathy. Oh yeah, it I've is. been I've been to that as well. We all yeah. we're, we're all guilty of doing it because yeah. we all want yeah, to try. Yeah, yeah. We, we want to try yeah. and recognise ourselves with somebody or sympathise exactly. with somebody. Yeah. But in each case, every breakup, every yeah. bad thing happened at work or yeah. or everything. It's all very individual and unique, and you can draw upon your own experiences. Yeah. And I'm not saying don't do that, but no. do not belittle anybody else's pain so, yeah. yeah and i think we are do you know what i think that is my new year's resolution is to be very mindful of trying to belittle anyone else's pain by try, 
it, it's all good intentions to try yeah. and recognize it and put yourself into those shoes mm-hmm. but i think in the end it's all about recognition that you can't be in somebody else's shoes you just can't, you can't because you yeah. have not lived their life exactly. and it's not exactly. just that instance it's the several million instances that have happened before that yeah yeah, yeah. that have affected yeah. How they, feel how they feel in that yeah. moment and you can't yeah. every decision we make brings us to us to who we are and that's what makes us all very individual yeah. so that's my 2019 yeah. re- resolution is to not think that i know people is not to belittle everyone else's instances and what happens in them by thinking i know what they feel because i don't think i can that's lovely you know what we've been talking for one hour 47 minutes I Sorry, think that's a li- no i think that's a really nice image to end on to be honest Keely. oh thank you well i think that's a lovely, I lovely you i've got wine i'll drink to you and Merry Christmas, your friendship everybody. and your beauty and the fact and I, I love you to bits i'm so proud you. of you i'm so proud of you i'm so proud of what you've done this year i'm very thankful for having you in my life i'm very hopeful for your year next year <laughs> you're gonna get the brunt of it i don't care i don't <laughs> care i don't care that's fine you you brunt away you brunt away and i anybody who's listening i want to wish them a very lovely christmas new yeah. year blessed 2019 and um be yourself just be you and we will see you be in you. 2019 2019 With this is only podcast. a week and a half away stop oh oh i need the mouse stop 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 stop, <laughs> stop. there yeah go home